Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Kenz as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Kenz your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello everybody, welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. I'm Mac. Ken's is with me today. Hello. Say hello, Ken. Hello, hello. <laughs> check, 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 check. One, two, three. We uh, are sounding good these days, though. This is amazing. We are. Yes. Thank goodness. Praise the Lord. But we are Praise really excited about this podcast episode in mm-hmm. particular. It's one that we've been wanting to do. And today we're talking to the girl who's about to start college. So whether you're a freshman and it's like your very first time, or even if you're a senior and you're headed back to school, I just believe there's going to be some good takeaways in this episode for you. Same. And we are out of college. We're about seven years post-college. Yes. But don't you worry, because we stay very close to the college community oh, yeah. because of, of TikTok. <laughs> and I was going to say delight I'm just because kidding. of delight. Yeah, because of delight. Delight, which is the college women's ministry that we run, which we'll share a little bit about throughout the episode. But yeah. uh, we just have a unique, special passion for college women in particular and helping you find community and find Jesus while you are in college. And we just think it's the best. So we're really excited about the episode, but I think it's time for this week's yes. top three. Oh, are you ready? Yeah, today's top three. I am ready. Okay, so number one is throwback to college. Sad things. Um, there's a Mexican news. restaurant. This is sad news. Wah, wah, wah. But there's this Mexican restaurant that was like the Mexican restaurant for our college. We went to Belmont, if you didn't know, in Nashville. And yeah, there's this, it was called Chagas. I mean, I bet everybody has their Mexican spot if they're in college. Like every college campus has one, I feel like. Totally. Yeah. And now imagine if your college Mexican spot, after it really being a huge part of your life, closed down. It's closing. Oh my gosh. I wonder what happened. It probably just didn't make it. It wasn't that good to begin with. Oh, see, I loved it. It was right. So it was like literally right across the street from our campus. So you could walk there. Like you could go for lunch. It's true. During school, like in between classes, it was that close. And I feel like it was what really introduced me to queso. Like I, which is so funny, but like, I feel like I didn't really eat queso before Chagas. And then I feel like freshman year friends, we would go to Chagas and get like the large queso. Do you remember how big that bowl was? It was like, the size yeah. of my face and it was like eight dollars yeah, and we would all get the queso and water and we would split the bill of eight dollars like how bad is that <laughs> but it would last for forever and so it was awesome and like this is I just why had, they're closing down seriously and i just had so many like faith conversations and life conversations around those bowls of queso. So I'm sad to see it go. And I'm sad that I'm not in Nashville to go one last time because I would. Uh, uh, you would? Oh, I'm totally not going. Because well, I never thought it was that good. But that oh. was me. So my friend M, yeah, know, Emily, obviously, she called me this morning to inform me that Chagas was closing down because, like, we loved it. And oftentimes, when I'm back in Nashville, we'll go to Chagas still just because of like the memories. It like had rumors at one point. I remember that like rats were in the kitchen and like 
weird stuff was happening. Like, I remember. Well, you know that well. Rats are in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Can't be too grossed out. I know that life. But yeah, it's true. Um, You know, it's really funny. When I got to college, I remember actually orientation, people like talking about queso. And I had never heard the word queso before. Well, like I knew I had heard the queso, but I was like, Spanish. Why are people talking? Why are they saying the word cheese in Spanish? Like I was like, (laughs) what is happening? Why are people saying that? It was like a chips and queso (sighs) night, like hang night. Oh, yeah. Why aren't you just saying chips and cheese? Like that was the night we met. We met for the first time at the chips and queso party. Do you remember? Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, we didn't meet. Yeah, exactly. You just thought I was the annoying girl who was into the games. Yeah, we didn't meet. You remember? You just was like, I was sitting in the circle and you were running the show. All right. Moving on. Number two is our freshman year style. These are all college college vibes because obviously this is a college obviously. episode. Okay. Um, your freshman so- year style was hipster. Very <laughs> hipster. It was so hipster, you guys. I so wore hipster. The craziest stuff. Like But not just hipster, you were like grungy hipster. Yeah. But that was like kind of in. That was like the thing mm-hmm. to do. I it had was. like this big beanie that was like the size two sizes bigger than my head. Mm-hmm. And I would, you did. It would sag off the back of my head. Like <laughs> I would wear I would wear, oh my gosh, I looked back on, I was just looking back on some photos, and I wore this, like, head head jewelry was really in. I don't know if you remember. Was it? Okay, like, head jewelry, like, it was, like, this, like, jewel that, like, went down your part. You Uh you had to wear a middle Uh part, and then that actually was cool. I remember that. Yeah, and then it like swooped back around your head. You wore that for your prom, right? Your senior prom. I wore it for senior prom, but then I also wore it for like one of my girlfriends' everyday life. No, (laughs) (laughs) class. One of my friends had like invited me to like their what formal or whatever, and I wore it in one of those. And I just was like, that is so weird that that was like in style. I wonder if it'll ever come back. Like. It was so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, yeah. I do remember, I feel like when you first got to school, you were more like California hip, cool vibes. And then, then I think as you were experiencing your first true winter, you like really (laughs) went (laughs) with the grungy winter vibes. (laughs) That's really funny. Okay. But your style has stayed the same since like 2011. So I feel like you've like stayed pretty consistent. Although... It was different, obviously. You've been like a free people girl, though, for a long time. For a long time. I've always had like a couple like staples. Like I always wear like cardigan, like big chunky cardigans that like hang off my shoulder. I've always loved a good, this sounds hilarious, but I've always loved a good like little A-line miniskirt. (laughs) And I still do (laughs) to this day. And then I've always been like a big earrings girl, I feel like. Oh, uh, yeah. Big yeah. earrings in freshman year, for sure. And I've always liked ex- hair accessories. I was never into the head jewels because I didn't switch to a middle part until I think like my junior year of college. Uh, I used to rock the side part. Uh, and, um, but I, I, w- I liked like um, like clips and headbands and things like that. So 
the side part to the middle part is like a big move actually I feel like that's like a big deal I remember at first I felt so not like myself but obviously now I can't even imagine having a side part it would feel so weird (laughs) but so funny (laughs) I feel like I've had a middle part for like so long anyway okay and then the very last thing we want to talk about you guys is Delight, because if you didn't know, which I feel like we talk about it on every single podcast, so I don't know how you wouldn't know at this point, but um, (laughs) we started a college women's ministry when we were in college. It was actually just like a girls' Bible study at first, and then it grew a ton on our campus because it was so needed, just a place where women on our campus could come together and meet their best friend. Obviously, that's where Mac and I really bonded and formed our friendship Mm -hmm. and um, not only meet your best friend, but also just dive into the word of God together, keep each other accountable and grow together in college. College is such a pivotal time in life. Like the decisions you make and who you become like really does matter. And so you want to do this surrounded by people that are chasing after Jesus too. So we just wanted to make sure that you knew about it if you didn't know about it already. And you can find it um, on our website, delightministries.com. There might be a chapter at your campus, but there might not. And you could start one which is like the best thing ever. Um, I yeah. feel like you grow so much when you step into leadership, it'll totally change your life. So yeah. 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 And if you have a delight on your campus, you have to go to our website because we have a map and it shows all the delight chapters that we have, which we have chapters at over 200 college campuses. So there's a good chance there might be one at your school. You have to find out when their kickoff is and you have to go. So find their Instagram account, figure out that date, the time, the place of the kickoff and get your booty there because it's literally could be life changing for your college experience. Pins and I can both say it 100% was life changing for our college experience. It's just a great place to, to find community, to find accountability and to find just a really fun group of girls that you can chase after the heart of God with. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you have a heart for God or a hunger to like be in relationship with him. And I just believe in college, especially you need that community to walk with you through that experience. And so get, just get yourself to a kickoff meeting, Mm -hmm. find out about it, meet other women who are also chasing after the same things you are, and then go all in. Um, And then like Ken said, if you don't have one on your campus, you should definitely think about bringing it to your campus because We would love to see a delight chapter at every single college campus across the country. And you might be the one to bring it and to start it at your university. And how cool would that be? So we actually just got back from our leadership conference where we had over 600 college women leaders come together for uh, like three days in the mountains of North Carolina. And it was the most incredible few days of just like training and worship. And these leaders are so excited just to see the name of Jesus like spread like crazy on college campuses. So get ready to like girls or college girls because we're just excited for what God's about to to do. Yes, I'm so pumped for it. Um, And I'm really, really pumped for this episode. If you're about to start college, you are in for a treat. It's a wild ride. And I can't wait to give you some of our best advice. So let's get into today's episode. Okay, okay, we're going to get into the episode. Um, I'm so, so pumped for you. Okay, if you're listening to this and you're about to start college, um, first of all, you should know, I thought we should just first get them really excited back. Like, 
Okay. College is the best time ever. And if anybody's nervous or scared or intimidated or hesitant or wondering what the heck they're doing, I just want them to, I wanna, I, I wanna recognize those feelings. Like those are real. We experienced every single one of those and mm-hmm. more. Like I remember crying in my bed a lot and before I was gonna <laughs> leave and <laughs> being a hot mess and nervous to say goodbye, all the things. But also, I just wanna, I wanna validate the feelings. But then right now, I just wanna get them so pumped for college and just like share how fun it is and how great it is. So it really is, you guys. You're about to have like four years of so much fun. You're about to meet your best friends. Obviously, Mac and I met in college, and this is a life-changing friendship. And I know you don't know these people yet, but they are in your future, and they are going to change your life. They're going to hold your hand when you need somebody's hand to hold. They're going to love on you, encourage you, inspire you. You're going to be completely different because of the people you meet. Um, You're about to... Uh, I don't know, mingle with cute boys. You're going to have crushes from afar, and that's, like, really (laughs) fun. (laughs) Some of them, they might bloom. Others of them, they're going to crash and burn. But the whole experience is so much fun, All every bit of it. You're going to have, like, these random weird weird moments in your dorm rooms, wandering around campus. You're going to be like, am I living in a dream or in real life? And it kind of is a dream. And it's so much fun, right? Oh, it's so true. So, so (laughs) true. You know, it's funny. I had this little moment. I was scrolling on Instagram the other day, and I saw a boy that I had a crush on freshman year of college. And I literally thought to myself, wow, I am so glad he never noticed me because <laughs> he has not aged well. Oh, and shoot. Oh, shoot. Like, not like in like he's he's just gotten bizarre, you know? He's just like a, kind of a weird, oh, weird no. guy these oh. days. And I was laughing about it because my freshman year self, like, you know, all she wanted was like, oh, my goodness, will he ever notice me? <laughs> and so it's just funny, like, to think back on the things. But I do remember at the same time that crush being so fun and yeah. like... having a blast like essentially trying to get him to notice me which is hilarious but (laughs) that is amazing there's so many sweet parts of college like I seriously it just goes on and on like I think about night classes those are so cozy and fun you just get to sit back take notes I don't know learn Um, even just like eating on the meal plan and going to the calf is so funny and like most of your meal plans come with like a certain number of points that you can get at like use on the better restaurants like I feel like that's pretty normal at most college campuses and like every freshman makes a mistake like their like first month they spend all their points and then they're stuck like (laughs) only able to eat at the calf the rest of the semester but even that's fun because you're like you have to find the friend that's like oh I only have calf meals left and just funny things like that where you just like survive surviving (laughs) out there in the wild and yes oh my gosh it's the best ever so Yeah, if you're nervous or whatever, I just want you to know, like, it really is going to be so much fun. It's going to take some adjusting, and it's going to take time, and we're going to give you some of our best advice, but I hope that you start to see, or if it's been hard for you to see that this is going to be good, I hope you hear some of those things, and it gets you even a little bit excited. Um, so we're going to give you, I guess, how many things, five things that, you know, four things actually, um, like Max said in the intro, we have been graduated now for a few years. Um, and 
we're really well connected though to the college girls. We get to talk to them all the time and we reflect upon our college experience a lot. Also, our college experience really built and formed a ton of our lives. So we just like really want to speak into this for you because we believe that God can do like those same big things that he did in our lives and your lives too. Um, forewarning is, is that this is not going to include anything about your education. (laughs) You know, if you are nervous about studying or getting A's, doing your homework, making friends with your professor, this podcast is not for you because (laughs) we have no tips, (laughs) no tips. I was like, when I was preparing for this, I was like, should I like include one about like, I don't know, stewarding your education well? And I'm like, who am I kidding? Like, I do not know one singular thing about that. So yeah, that was not our specialty in college, uh-uh. um, but we did make it through. We graduated, we got our degrees, so that's that's what counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, oh my gosh, so fun. Okay, so the first thing that I want to speak over anybody listening, my best advice before you leave for college, or maybe maybe you're a couple weeks in wherever you're at, even a month in or whatever. Give yourself a pep talk, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is... This is for real. Okay, what I'm saying is I want you to take a moment with Jesus, at the feet of Jesus, and just remember who he made you to be and how he created you and how amazing and unique you are in the eyes of God. Because the truth is, when you get to college and when you're immersed into rooms with so many people uh, that are so different from you and maybe some that are ahead of you, behind you, who knows, some of your greatest insecurities, though, come out in these moments. I remember getting to college and like just like even comparing myself to my roommates or to the girl down the hall or in my classroom on so many different things, whether it had to do with my faith and where I was at, my spiritual journey, the way I looked, um, the way I dressed, the way I spoke or my personality and what maybe I used to be confident in just started to be like quickly like shake it, shaken up a little bit. Um, it comparison is just so so true and so I just think it's so important before we get to college to know your identity as a daughter of a king and I know that's a really broad statement but I really do believe that you can sit with Jesus and he really will give you just little nuggets little words little reminders of who you are and how he created you like there are parts of your personality that are so special there's things about the way you look that are perfect and unique and you really got to believe those things for yourself before you get to college so um yeah i really think like even just like having a moment with him 20 minutes jotting down not just one or two things, but like 20 things about you um, that stand out about you because (laughs) the Lord has that much to say. Yeah. That's so good. I think that's really like, well, number one, it's just hilarious because I feel like I would never think to do this (laughs) before coming to college. (laughs) And I wish, I wish I would have, but I think that when you get to school, there's just so many incredible people around you. You know, you meet like the cool girl down the hallway from... California. I always thought people from California were just super cool, Kent, which is hilarious. Um, But you meet, 
you meet all of these really awesome people who are so different than you. And I think you start, it's really easy to, to value and see really cool things in other people. But sometimes I think it's really hard to see it in ourselves. And so I think before you get into this huge, like cycle of comparison to just let the Lord speak these things over you that are so uniquely and so beautifully you that college and being around a 50 million amazing people cannot take away from you yeah. and cannot steal from you. And so I think going in and knowing that confidence and having that confidence of who you are, number one, it allows you to be confident in who you are when you're surrounded by other amazing people. But then I think it also gives you the confidence to celebrate those other people and the sure. amazing, uniquely um, God-given things that are within them. And I think that's a really cool thing to be able to do because I think it's going to help you develop friendships with amazing people rather than like making friendships out of fear or making friendships out of insecurity. And so yeah, I love that. I love that you, you're just like, hey, get with Jesus and give yourself a pep talk. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, keep those things close to you too. Like, I don't know where you need to put them, but I mean, it's going to be a constant journey as the months go on and you go into, what do they call it? We weren't in sororities, but rush, rush, or you join new clubs, all these things, like all throughout mm -hmm. the semester, like your identity will be shaken and those things will be stirred up. And so write them down and keep them close to you, write them on your mirror, keep them in the first page of your journal, on the front yeah. page of your Bible. Um, don't let them um, stray away from you. You know, I thought it'd be fun maybe to give just our listeners right now a little pep talk myself. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Okay. 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 All right. You girl, you, whoever's listening, you girl. You girl, you. <laughs> girl. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. You are so beautiful. I don't know the way you look, but I I know for sure you are beautiful because the Lord made you. You are full of personality, and it's even better when you actually let people see it. So be spunky, be weird, be fun, be quiet, be shy, be yourself because people are going to literally love you so much. Okay, you are brave. You are about to do this thing, go to college, take the first step, and that's honestly the hardest part. I can't even believe it. You are incredibly brave. Okay, you are set apart. You are different. You are uniquely made. Your quirks are perfect, and I love them. Okay, you are so <laughs> loved. You're so loved by your best friends at home and your parents and your grandparents, but more than anything, you are so incredibly loved by your father in heaven. He's, like, absolutely mesmerized by you, um, and that will never be shaken. He has so much compassion for you, so much zeal for you, and can't wait to do this whole thing with you. So, gosh, you're incredible. You're amazing. But believe it for yourself and sit at the feet of Jesus. Okay, that's all I got. Woo! Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Ken. Thank you. Nice thank work. you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Nice work. Okay, so so good, Ken's first thing you were just encouraging us to do is to give yourself a pep talk before going to college. That's right. 
And then the second thing we want to really encourage uh, the girl who's about to start college is to remember to not make it all about you. I feel like when you go to college, you just think like, okay, I got to figure out what my major is, what my life goal is, who are my friends, like who am I going to become? And it's really easy to get really self-centered in it, all of it. Um, But I think when you go into college with more of a mission mindset of like, hey, how can I make my college experience about other people? It actually can be one of the most fulfilling just decisions you can make. I think some of your best, most fulfilling days will just be those days where you get to show up for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like when you get to be that girl who like loves the girl on the outside or goes and sits with that person who's sitting by themselves in the cafeteria. Like when you ask that girl in your class, how, how she was doing when she was looking sad, when you, when you stop and you pray with a new friend that was having a bad day. Um, I actually think it's those moments of serving other people that you will meet the right people and the right friends, because those people are going to be serving right alongside of you. And I think it's those moments that help you to just get plugged into the right places. And I think things just come together in a really beautiful God-given way when we take the spotlights off ourselves and uh, we make our college experience about other people. And I think it's just a really, um, mm-hmm. it's just a, it just nourishes your heart in the most beautiful way. <laughs> yes. It's a, I love how like counter how counterintuitive this might feel. Cause it's true. You get to college and you're like, okay, it's all the things about me. It's like, what am I going to major in? What organizations am I going to be a part of? Who am I going to room with? Like what? Mm-hmm. It's just like a lot of me, me, me. And that's okay. Like you do have to make those decisions and all of that, but don't get too caught up in that for too long. I think like, especially if you find yourself in a couple months in a moment of like struggle where you're just like, gosh, I feel like I can't meet the right people, their friends, or I feel like it's just been, um, or if you've just been having a hard time, sad, yeah, frustrated, um, I think in those moments, like, remember this, take the spotlight off of yourself and just put it on others, start to serve others, start to love on others, because the truth is that everybody's experiencing these hard things too, especially like right there at the beginning freshman year. Like if you're sad and lonely, there's another person that's sad and lonely, although they look like maybe they're part of a new friend group and having a bunch of fun, they're struggling too. And Uh that's just their coping mechanism. And sure, there might be a couple people that are having the time of their lives, but the truth is like this whole change for everybody is hard and so you could be the you could be the bigger person that just decides to not just join the laughter or cling on to somebody or pretend you're fine when you're really not you can be honest and open and vulnerable and then pray for people ask people how they're doing looking for the person on the outside instead of just throwing yourself into big the popular crowd or whatever. Um, Yeah, and I really think that the Lord just honors this. Like, I really do. I think that he looks down upon you and is so proud of the people that go out of their way to love on others. So. So good. Mm. So good. Okay, so don't make it about you, okay? This is the hard truth that you need to hear. Okay, the third thing that we wanted to talk about was just giving everything time. I think Mm. you've probably heard this one before, but... 
you really, really do practically have to be patient with like everything, figuring out your friends, your major, the church you're going to go to, the campus organizations you're going to join. You got to just give it all time. I hate to say this, but it's kind of true. Honestly, freshman year is practically just like a big old experiment of like (laughs) what, who your friends are going to be and what you're going to do. Although it doesn't always have to be that way. I think the reason why it's often an experiment is because we spend the first whole semester. I mean, we see this all the time and this was our experience too. The first semester of freshman year, you just like cling on to the people that were that you met first or go to the things that you did first. And then second semester, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to start all over. This doesn't feel like quite right or maybe exactly where I want to be. So then mm-hmm. you like start all over again, which um, is totally okay. And it's kind of the process and the Lord will lead you to the right places through that. But I think it can look different if you give the beginning portion, like even just the first just like even just two months to like not totally commit to anything, like kind of just try things out, Um, including churches, including campus organizations. You kind of have to be committed though too at the same time. So so keep showing up to things and those people and everything like that, but it might feel a little overwhelming for a couple months. But then after that, you can then narrow in on where you really want to be and who you really want to be with. So yeah, you really got to just give everything time and be patient and then also be prayerful and truthfully yeah. like really really prayerful um it's fun like it's a fun journey i think that you can go with go on with god of being like okay lord like really where do you who do you want me to mm. be hanging out with like what people where do you want what church do you want me to go to this is what i'm thinking what are you thinking or what groups on campus like need me and you want me at and i, I could grow from like just like really uh talking through everything with him like really stepping into that relationship we have with jesus to to talk about the hard places and then ask for him to show up in the midst of it and i really do feel like it'll feel like this little adventure with god as he's like leading you to the different things and you're looking for those signs and you have just like a an awareness of how he's moving in the midst of it so yeah Yeah, I would say for me, like, I think you're going to get to school and it just looks like people, everybody's really good at faking it in college, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to look around the first couple weeks and it looks like people have already made their best friends and you're like, oh my goodness, how did they become friends so fast? I can't even, like, find someone to hang out with on Friday night or whatever it is. And I know for me, and, and my story feels like it's pretty similar to everybody that I went to college with, like, the truth of it, was I didn't really find good friends until like the very end of my first semester and then I didn't really find the friends that like I'm still friends with today till my sophomore year and so I just think that like it's part of the process and I think if you take the pressure off to have it all figured out in those first couple of months you can actually just enjoy the process and enjoy the journey of like hey I'm just really getting to know people I'm really like trying things out I'm trying to figure out like what are going to be my priorities in college and so go all out with trying all the things and meeting all the people and grabbing coffee with this girl and grabbing coffee with that girl and being the pursuer and doing all the things and then if it's not like you the results you want immediately, it's totally okay because it might take like a coffee date, 
you know, 10 months in that Mm -hmm. that's the one that you're like, oh, this is the person that I'm going to be friends with for life or whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. so I actually just think like, I look back and even though my first year of college, I, I, you know, I'm not friends with the people that I hung out with. Those are still really awesome experiences that I learned a lot from and that like taught me a lot and that I really enjoyed. And so I think just like giving yourself time to figure it all out, like even your major, like (laughs) I changed my major the second semester of junior year and I still graduated (laughs) on time. And so it was clearly very late and I was figuring out things freshman year. I had to figure out different things sophomore year, figure out different things junior year and even senior year. And so I think that like, that's just a part of the process and, and you're never going to have this moment in college where you have it all figured out. And, and that's the beautiful piece of it and the beautiful part of it. And so, um, I think just like try to look up to God and say, God, what do you want me to experience right here, right now? And how can I be so present in that? Even if I'm still in process of becoming who I want to be here in school. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's important. Yes. It's so good. Um, yeah, I, I think it's crazy how, I don't know, I've sat across the table on so many coffee dates with, uh, incoming freshmen and they're like, I know exactly. I already like kind of, and this is really easy to talk about over the podcast cause I'm not looking somebody in the eyes. Cause this is kind of the hard truth and really the reality, but I've just heard this a lot of times where they're like, Oh my gosh, I already know my major and where I'm going to intern. I actually already mm-hmm. met my friends. Uh, through Instagram and TikTok and we're hanging out already this weekend and I I definitely know what church I'm going to like I did my research and that's for sure where I'm gonna be and they like (laughs) I don't know if you've met these people back but that I've just like look I've sat across the table with so many people like that and it's hard to say in the moment like hey like I don't I don't know that you have it figured out yet, but <laughs> but the truth is, is like you just, you really don't until you yeah. get there and you're immersed in like though that situation, you're going to have to like, sure, it might be fine and it'll be good for a couple of months, but then you're going to have to start all over again. So I think the best thing you could do is just be really open-handed, really patient and give it time here at the beginning and yeah. Be prayerful about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> oh, okay. So give yourself time. Give everything time. Friends, majors, all, all the things. things. <laughs> <laughs> and then the number four thing that we just wanted to remind you of is to just remember that your choices that you're making might seem insignificant, but they actually matter so much and this maybe is the thing that like your mom has already told you and you're like rolling your eyes at but we want to kind of share it from our perspective because I know for me like oftentimes like that little choice you make like on a Tuesday morning before class or that choice you make on a Friday night um sometimes can just feel like hey does this even matter like is anybody even <laughs> like is this ever going to have an effect on my life at all and the tr- the truth is that it will i just believe that the the choices you make with your time the people you choose to hang out with um the uh, ways that you choose to invest your time are just going to have such an impact on the rest of your life. And, and the reason we know this is because we see the impact of how we chose to spend our four years in college in our life literally every single day now. I was joking earlier about uh, the guy that I had a crush on <laughs> and how I'm so glad mm-hmm. that it didn't work out. Um, but man, it's crazy to think like, what if that would have worked out and how different the trajectory of my life could have looked. 
All right, For The Girl fam, I am so excited to introduce you guys to our amazing sponsor for today's episode, and that is Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, things like host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. When Ken's and I started this whole podcasting thing, we had no idea what we were doing. Honestly, we still don't know what we're doing, but it is things like Podcorn that make our job so much easier. We've been able to connect with some incredible brands, and we've actually been able to monetize this podcast. What's so cool about Podcorn is there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set your own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. It's so easy to sign up, and it's so easy to start connecting with incredible brands. And hey, you never know. You might be able to make just a little bit of extra money with this fun side hustle that you have going on of podcasting. It's been an awesome, awesome experience for Ken's and I. So be sure to click the link in our show notes to sign up for Podcorn and to start browsing incredible sponsorship opportunities today. All of you women out there who are starting podcasts, who are chasing after the things God has called you into, we are with you, we support you, and you've got to check out Podcorn. Okay, so the fourth thing that we want to talk about um, and just remind you of is that Just to remember that the choices that you make in college really do matter so much and really do have such an impact on the rest of your life. And maybe this is something like your mom has told you, like, make good choices. Uh, (laughs) But we want to tell you this kind of from our perspective Um, because I really believe that the choices that you make with your time, the prayers that you pray, the conversations that you have, the, the friendships that you make, the people you spend time with, they really do just have such a huge impact on everything that happens from that point forward. And Ken's and I go back to it all the time, but I remember just like moments where, you know, we just made like little decisions. Like when Ken's and I decided to become friends, it was such a intentional decision, honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> I had some friendships that were just kind of like, I fell into them. And then Kenzie's friendship was definitely one where we, we looked at each other and we're like, we're going to be friends, you know? And, and I had no clue how much impact that would then have on the rest of my life. Because then when we made the intentional decision to start a Bible study together, uh, thinking again, like this is just going to be a little Bible study. We had no idea what God would take and what God would do, which is that little choice. And then how we continue just to steward our time, like choosing to disciple women, choosing to uh, come together with women in worship, choosing to make good choices in college, to like not do what everybody else was doing to like dedicate our Friday nights to, to building Christ in our community rather than like partying with our friends. Like here we are 10 years later and we are living in, uh, the fruit we're living in like the blessings of those decisions. And there were moments in college where like, I wanted to make other choices, you know, (laughs) I wanted to like, go to that party so that boy would notice me or I wanted to, um, you know, like 
not do delight so that I could have time to like do that super cool internship that like could have given me some super cool opportunity. But I just remember like trying to stay faithful to the things that I knew God had called me to and to the unique things that he had placed in my path. And I'm so thankful that I did. I'm so thankful that those prayers that I prayed, the conversations that I had, the relationships that I made have made an impact on my life in such a beautiful and such a positive way. And so I really believe that you can use your time in college to make choices that are going to set you up for success later in life, or you can make choices in college that feel really good in the moment, but literally like leave your life in shambles for later. And so would you take these next four years and would you choose to to spend it with the right people? Would you choose to to walk with Jesus, to get really plugged into Christ in our community, uh, to wait for not just the first guy who shows interest in you, but to wait for an amazing guy who loves Jesus and is serving him with his whole heart heart and just to spend your time on the weekends wisely to um, just take value in your everyday decisions because they really do matter and they really do have an impact on on what's next yes it's so true obviously there's this narrative I feel like with college where you're like it's just four years of your life like you can just like woo have fun with it like it just I'm not going to live my life like that forever. It just is like how I'm going to be in college or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. That's totally fine. And we're just speaking from our own experience. Like obviously that that wasn't our experience. Like we just chose to spend our time in college differently. Like we chose to be super, super devoted to like the things that and the places that God was bringing us to and all of that. And yeah, and like just because of the choices we make, like we really are living in, like you said, the fruit and the blessings of that. But I just believe that that can also be true. The story is going to look different and God's going to show up in different ways. But I just so believe that it can be true for you too, that if you actually like leverage these four years, you dedicate them to Jesus and you're just going to sit back and watch like the miraculous happen in your life. And the truth is you do really make big choices. Like you're making career decisions. You're making potentially like spouse decisions. You're making Mm. decisions, uh, lifelong friendships and things like that are, that are going to be with you for a long time. So you just want to do it with the right people in the right places. And let me just tell you, it is so much fun. I, I, that's, it's just not, you can have so much fun making good choices. And I know it sounds, I, why do I feel like your mom still? But yeah, I, I just really do believe it. Like just from our experience, like the things like God will take you on the sweetest adventures, show you the craziest, coolest stuff. He will, there's so much opportunity to lead and to grow and to develop as a person and as a daughter and as a friend and a sister that are going to have really big eternal impact. So I just really want you to, to encourage you to like not waste your time. Sure. If you're going to, you know, do the thing and see what happens, God, God will be there at the end of the day. That's how good he is. But I really think that it could be this really, really amazing life transforming experience experience. Yeah. So good. So good. And yeah, I think that's like the hope we want to give you in college is like, it can number one, be so fun, so full of life, but at the same time, it can also be so full of purpose and um, a way you can use your time in college to make it all about you, or you can use your time in college to truly 
just be the light of Jesus on your campus. And there's nothing more fun than that. There's nothing more Mm -hmm. fulfilling than that and life-giving that in that. And so I think um, if it's like your first time stepping foot on a college campus, like you're that freshman, you're moving into your dorm, like maybe right now as we speak, and you're so, so nervous. I hope you'll just remember these four things. I hope you remember, like give yourself that pep talk about (laughs) how incredible you are and how you don't need to compare yourself to everybody around you. Um, Make it about the women around you, the people around you. Don't make your whole college experience about yourself and getting the right internship and the right job and the best grades, like serve other people, uh, give it time, give it time to find those friendships and Mm -hmm. to figure out what you're supposed to do with your life and to figure out what communities you're supposed to invest in. And then remember that like your choices matter and you can use your four years in college to like fit in and have fun, or you can use your four years in college to really honor and glorify God and chase purpose with him. Um, yeah. And so I would just say, I know we said it in the intro, but like, I think one of the best things that you can do, and I say this all the time, is like, I really believe the people that you hang out with for the first couple of weeks can really have an impact on who you become in college. So if there's one little tip I would give you, and even if you're a sophomore, junior, senior, and you're like, oh, I just have not had great community in college, I encourage you to do this as well. And that would be just to find at least one girl who like, you know, loves Jesus and just ask her to hang out. Just like ask her to hang out, ask her to get coffee, ask her to go to lunch, whatever it is. And just say, Hey, like, I want to be your friend. I want to grow in friendship with you and then keep pursuing her, keep hanging out with her. And then I believe from that, like one little place of friendship, so much community can grow and form. And if you have a delight on your campus, you better get your butt to delight as well, because that's a great (laughs) place to find that friend who loves Jesus. Yeah. We love our college ladies. Oh my gosh. We love you. We're here with you. We are your biggest fans in college. It's going to be the best time ever. I hope this was helpful and uh yeah you better keep listening every tuesday that will give you something to do when you just don't have plans when you first get to college so and don't (laughs) forget about us when you have a lot of plans yeah please don't forget about us when you have plans guys like maybe you could still hang out with us every now and again yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh oh wow my phone okay (laughs) (laughs) all right she's busy she's got no time for us guys we gotta go we love y'all we'll see you next tuesday all right Bye. bye